This is Martin Bamba's Rockin' Home Show on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Hey, welcome everybody. It is the Rockin' Home Show on AM 550. FM 1071. K-A-T-S-A. K-T-S-A. It's good to talk to you guys. It's good to have Jim back in the studio. How you doing, brother? I'm feeling great, guys. I really am. Um, apparently, I've had this little problem for a long time. and they... I could have told you that. You didn't even need to go yeah, to a ha, doctor. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> but yeah. they found... The issues, um, they're being corrected um, through medication, and I feel great. Martin has told me that I sound better, um, that I'm talking better, and I feel like I'm talking better. It's just, it's, it's great to getting better. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm very happy for for that. Uh, that's the first thing that I noticed. We had breakfast this morning before the show, and first thing I noticed was your speech was oh, yeah. much better. Yes, it's it's much clearer. Um, it's easier to talk. I still have to slow down. I, yeah. I still ha- can't talk at my used-to-be normal speed. Yeah, I right. <laughs> right now, this is my normal speed because this is where I'm most comfortable that I'm getting the words out correctly. Yeah, and it, it, it's working for me, man. It's working for me. It's working for you. Good. Uh, hey, phone lines are open at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Uh, get yourself a phone line now, and uh, Nancy, you're going to be first up when we get things rolling here in just a few minutes. Uh, before we do get the thing started this morning, I, I want to mention uh, our thanks to everyone who came out uh, and supported the Window World Cares Laughter is the Best Medicine event uh, last Saturday night. Yes, yes. Pedrati's Ranch, great, great turnout, great. That's what I heard, brother. Oh man, I, and I know I'm you. So, you sorry, were upset. Missed, you had to miss yes, it. I know. I was, but I was in the fetal position. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but man, what a night! It, it was a great night of comedy. Um, you know, uh, Cleto Rodriguez, my buddy, brought his friends out, and and uh, they brought the funny. Uh, some very, very funny people there that night. Uh, headliner was Jay Lafar. And never had seen him before. He was he was hilarious. Uh, he was I'm so sorry funny. I missed it. I'm just so sorry I missed it. And uh, and we had a lot of great KTSA listeners out there. I was happy to see them. Very very uh, thankful that they came out and supported. I'm sure they were disappointed that I wasn't there. Yes, they they were they were they were. Uh, and and one of our listeners, um, uh, I I learned yesterday that the day after the event, she was there and was uh-huh. thrilled that she was there. I think that she had won tickets on the show. Uh, she passed away the next day. Oh, that's, yeah, well, and for me, at, not, at, at this point in my life, that to me, it, it means that she's where she needs to be. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. just that simple. The the good Lord, when, they call, when he calls us home, it's going to be, for me, it's going to be a party. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It's going to be a celebration. And I I agree a hundred percent. But but uh her friend who was there with her called and let us know that and, and uh so if you if you're out there listening, ma'am, we uh we're sorry for your loss and, and thank you so much for um for, for being there and supporting us. We appreciate that and, yes. and uh God bless your friend. 
Um, we uh, we have a great show in store today because it's it's going to be you. You're the show. Uh, we we you know we we feed off your calls and your energy and and your questions and. Uh, that's why we're here. That's see, why we do this. See, I misunderstood. You were looking at me when you said it's about me. I was thinking, hey, <laughs> wow, a show about me? But then I realized, no, you're talking about the listeners. I guess they are the most important thing, I guess. And I think we'll we'll probably talk a little music today. Uh, obviously, a little definitely. Cha- change in the show theme, a little change in the show name, and it's going to reflect the what we do on this show. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, oh, we, yeah. we talk a little bit of music on this show, so... Uh, we're going to do that, too. But first, let's get to the phone lines, 210-599-5555. Let's go to Nancy. Good morning, Nancy. Thanks for getting the show started this morning. Yes, good morning. Um, I am having a problem with, I guess, uh, on the ceiling and the sheetrock uh, where it meets the wall uh, at that 45-degree angle. Uh, it's just a straight line on the ceiling, uh, like the edge of the tape. It is cracking. Uh, just straight down the uh, the ceiling, uh, and that's starting to happen, like in the bathroom, uh, and in the uh, the master uh, or in the the, the main room. Um, what is causing that? What uh, you're going to take this one? Yeah, that's, that's fine, brother. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it's uh, most likely caused by foundation settling. Um, okay. If it continues. If it continues and the cracks get larger, you definitely want to have a foundation company come out and uh, do an inspection. And they okay, can I'm let you know if you what work you need done. I've already had two people come out. Uh, uh, so uh, they said, no, you don't really have that. So I guess it's still just settling. And I noticed uh, talking to some of the neighbors, they are also having the same issues. And it it also could be drought-related. A lot of times these little cracks show up because this uh, uh, house uh, slab, a foundation, and folks need to realize this, is going to settle. It's going to move depending on the amount of moisture in the ground. So uh, It's going to float to some extent. Right. And so what we say is seasonal movement is expected. And and I can tell you from my own personal experience over the drought that we had over the summer, uh, there's there's a particular door in our house, and it's actually the door to our bedroom. And before we got the first rains that we had, the the inch or so of rain that we got several weeks back, not, not this one, the uh, the door that had been sticking all through the summer, all of a sudden miraculously just started opening and closing right, 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 cleanly. Right. After it wow. got dry again. It started sticking again, and then after this rain that we just had over this last week, working perfectly again. So, you know, just because you have movement and shifting does not mean you have, and I'm going to put it in air quotes, a foundation problem. Uh, A foundation problem is something that's usually more severe than that. Uh, A little bit of foundation movement is expected. You don't want big cracks running up your brick. Uh, You don't want uh, huge cracks. You don't want cracks developing in your tile on your floor you don't want cracks off of uh, uh, coming up or down off of the uh, top corners of doors or windows right any of yeah, that so stuff I, any I of that stuff yeah. so right. yeah it's it's just it's pretty normal i will tell you this that if it if it's an issue and you know cosmetically you could always install crown molding that's that's one thing you could do um it, you know it, to cosmetically fix it, but 
Uh, it, I don't think that it's going to be a real tremendous problem for you. I think that it's just normal. Well, uh, I tell you what, I've had somebody come out of, uh, and give me an estimate to re, you know, to fix or make it look better. They'd have to float it again, and I mean, it's thousands of dollars. And I thought, well, if it's just going to continue to do this because of our, uh, you know, our weather, uh, I'm not going to spend that kind of money. Uh, the crown molding sounds like a very good idea. And just when you put the had them, or when they put the crown molding up, just attach it to the wall don't attach it to the ceiling and that way when it moves it the crown molding will move with the wall not the ceiling okay that's a good idea too um okay i like that i would much rather spend my money on crown molding than them having to tape and oh absolutely absolutely and it'll add value to your home when you're doing it so that's yeah i think that's a great idea okay thank you for your help yes ma'am thanks nancy appreciate you calling this morning uh, hey, let's get back to the phone lines, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Got a couple of open lines right now. Would love to talk to you with your home improvement questions. Let's go to Joe. Joe, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey there, Joe. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. got, got you now. How you doing this morning? Yeah, I'm doing good. Love listening to you all show. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Hey, uh, I got a, a question for you all. And uh, I guess a major problem, but I had a roofer come out and put a metal roof on my home, uh, my shop, and a screen porch. And uh, after it started to rain, well, got a water leak in the screen porch and water leaks in the shop. Uh, only I had called them to have them come out and look at the, the leaks. They had to come out and look at the leaks. So I had somebody else come look at it. Well, he sent somebody, excuse me, he sent somebody to come look at the leaks, and they told me it's missing um, uh, a rubber gasket between the, the sheet metal on the metal roof on the, on the shop and flashing on the house and the screen porch. And he will, uh, never gave a lifetime warranty or a receipt. It was an insurance job because basically the shingles had roof damage or hail damage and went ahead and changed the metal. Let me ask you, Joe, is this, a, is this a local company? Yes. Okay. And did you did you check them out? Did you vet them before you hired them for the work? No, I did not. Mm. Mm. And uh, the, the, that was kind of my fault, but what happened was I accidentally called them because I looked at the groupers online, and uh, I hit the link that said sponsored, and they came out. Uh, there was two companies that came out and looked at the roof locally, uh, which uh, y'all uh, back up, and I have no issues with them at all, uh, but they didn't spot the hail damage. This company did, and um, it was covered in insurance, uh, only to find out later on uh, when uh, a local company here was calling, asking for the depreciation check because... They never paid them for their labor and materials. The the ins- the insurance didn't pay them, or the roofer didn't pay the. The roofer didn't pay the other roofer Ooh. for labor and materials. Okay, that sounds like a storm chaser. It sure does. That that's what it sounds like. That does not sound like a local company. Uh, number one, if it is, I'd be surprised. 
that they're still in business. Uh, but I would. I wonder if there's any recourse through the insurance company. Nope. Long story short, I, long story short, you're going to have to pay the other reefer that came out and looked, and you're going to have to pay him to get the gaskets and the flashing in. You have no choice. Um, okay. Uh, there's, I'm sorry that it, it happened to you, but Martin, you know the story that oh. happened to Jeannie yeah. before we got together. Oh, I know. We yeah. had to, you know, it's just something that uh, they scammed you, they scammed the insurance company. They're probably long gone. I will I will say this, that if, if you have a name and number and they have a local address, um, I would certainly... I would certainly tell your insurance company, number one, what's going on. And send an email or a letter to the Texas Board of Insurance. Yep. Okay. Well, I did call uh, my insurance, and they told me that was between uh, me and the roofer. Okay. Hey, they're, they're, they're right. I wonder but if, I wonder if the, the uh, Attorney General can help with something like that. Uh, the, I think the first step is going to be TDI, Texas yeah. Department of Insurance, because yep. – they regulate. They're basically your go-between, between okay. your, you, the roofer, and the insurance. They're the law okay. entity that takes care of that. Okay. So yeah. I would start there, and see if you can okay. get some recourse. And I hope you can, but I know that uh, my wife and I didn't get any recourse. We uh, it, it oh, had okay. to came out. It, it had to come out of our pocket. But but okay. at the very least, um, you know, I wouldn't just let it go. It, whoever this is, no. if that's the kind of business they're doing, it needs to be it needs to be talked about. Yes. Yeah, and uh, they are. There's two uh, locations for them here in San Antonio. Okay, uh, then you know the next step. Better, if, if better you, business bureau. Better business bureau would be a, a Texas, next step. Texas Department of Insurance. Yep. Um, yeah, just start uh, sending letters. Um, and you can and, you can file complaints online, and you you know that there is a lot of weight today with online reviews. Yes, which I've I've done partially of that. Uh, I did uh, send a letter email through the BBB. They contacted him. He responded, said he's going to come out and contact me, but I've yet to hear anything. Then uh, I would stay respond. on top. Of, yes, respond, respond to the B- BBB letter and say it's been this long. You have not contacted me. How, how long has it been since that? Uh, about almost a month now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You now. definitely need to follow up with yes. with a response to that yes, yes, on the yes. Better Business Bureau. Uh, and and you know, depending on how much money we're talking about, uh, you know how how bad of a, a, a position it's putting you in. I would contact yeah. I would contact the TV stations, <laughs> or, or at least uh, okay. contact one of the attorneys yeah. that would contact a TV station. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Joe. Man, I am so sorry you're you're going through this. There is there is no There's reason a lot for that. Of it out there, but a when, lot. with storm chasers and especially with the bad weather that we've had, there's going to be more of them. Yeah. So please yep. just be careful. Okay, well, I appreciate y'all's uh, input. Well, absolutely, Joe. Thanks for calling this morning. Sorry, sorry, it was under bad circumstances, but uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Thank you. All right, bye bye. Uh, yeah, man, I, I hate to hear stuff like that. It's I really horrid. hate to hear stuff it's like hor- that. It's it's just horrid. It's horror stories. Well, it it's 
you think, you know, you think that somebody, especially somebody local, you know, that has a, 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 an office here, a storefront here that's from here, would care more about their reputation and about their company than to do something like this. And, right. But you know what? I, I've I've done business with some companies that I thought were were pretty good companies, and lo and behold, a week or two later, three weeks later, I get a call or a text from a subcontractor that says, "Hey, we weren't paid." Yep. Um, yep. In that instance, it got taken care of real quick. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, I also know the business, and I also know what to say to the to the contractor to <laughs> to get them to pay. Exactly, exactly. And, like, I mean, it's just running, running rapid today. Not only that. You have, but, you, you have contractors. Yeah. Roofing contractor. And he listen, co- but, comes, but wait, let me, let me preface this before we get too deep into it, lest we have some roofers out there thinking that we're just banging on roofers. Right. We are not. All right. Th- this, this could happen with, with any type of contractor. Could be a siding contractor, could be a window contractor, could be a... a, a, a I don't know, but any any kind of contractor, any kind of service company. I'll, gi- I'll give you a live example. The other day, I was in, I was out of town in a restaurant. A very uh, known AC company van pulled into the parking lot. The guys got out, walked into the restaurant, ordered lunch, and had beer with lunch. I had. In the past, I have actually been personal friends with persons that that's name is on that truck. It's owned by a conglomerate now, but his name is still on that truck. Oh, wow. Man. I called the company. I do, took a video of the two guys sitting there drinking beer at lunch. I called the company said, look, I just thought y'all might w- would like to know your guys were sitting there drinking beer and then got into your van. And drove off. And I was told on the phone, well, I'm the, I have to check into it because we have some of the vans out there are, are not owned by us. They're contractors. We, So you have contractors that are hiring contractors well, I got to news, do the work. I got news for them. It's okay to hire. There's nothing wrong with hiring subcontractors. Many companies do it. We right. do it. We've done it for years. We, you know, we vet them. We, mm-hmm. they, they have worked for us for years and years and years. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if they, but if the buck stops the, with your name on that van. That's right. If, you're, if your name and logo is on that vehicle, you can't allow them to get into that vehicle with 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 beer. I don't know. I don't know what a company would be thinking. To say that that, that that they're a subcontractor, we'll have to check into it, may not be our own. I don't care if it's owned by you or not. If you're driving a car, and it's your car, and I put my wrap all over it, because you said it was okay. Now, Martin, I, now, I like now, you. You're a good guy. The, now, not even the wrap. Yeah. A magnetic a mag, sign. A mag, well, let's say a magnetic sign then. Okay. Right. It's, it's just a magnetic sign that has our logo and our number on it. Right. And something happens in that car that is illegal. I.e., driving drunk, right? Or uh, you know, you get even even if it's not illegal and you get into an accident, mm-hmm. guess who could be held liable for that? You bet your you bet your butt. Yeah, and it doesn't matter that it's your your car, my car. It, it doesn't matter. Our corpus manager could call us right now. I don't know, no, he won't. But Cal can tell you how many times 
I argued with him. He wanted me to put magnetic signs on yeah. my car. And I said, I don't have commercial insurance And we used to car. do it all the time. We, I, we used to do it all the time. back Way back in the day, right. I, I, I had you know magnetics on my car. And, uh, you know, we had way less employees back then. But, but, you know, we had magnetics on cars. Not everybody who was uh, employed, there were, there were subcontractors that would have magnetics right. on their cars. And it's fine. You can do that. But you just better understand that you're taking liability and responsibility for that vehicle when it's got your name on it. And, that's and for I, them to say, yeah, and <laughs> that, that's what I told that's Kellen, laughable. That's what I told Kellen a long, uh, many times. I said, Kellen, I, I'm not carrying commercial insurance on my car. Right. You and Martin are not covered on that car if you if I put your signage on it. Right. And so I, I wouldn't do it. Well, I, I just I think it's it's hilarious. It's not hilarious. It's it's sad, and and either it's ignorant or it's dishonest to say that's not one of our vehicles when it has your name on it. Right. They might get away with that if it was just a truck and some guys that walked in and maybe had one of their shirts on. Right. Okay. They fine. But that, not without not with the signage on, on the, the truck. truck. On the right. truck. That's crazy to me. Crazy to me. I'd say. Well, uh, it, it's also crazy to me again that a local roofing company and and i'm gonna have to take joe at his word that that he knows what he's talking about that it is a local he said they've got two locations here Mm -hmm. why would you not honor your work why would you not pay your subcontractors if that's exact and and listen we're getting one side of the story right right if that is the case i just don't understand why you would do business like that i I, it it floors me it absolutely floors me yeah it, it blows my mind my name is Martin Bomba. That's my bud, Jim Smith, right over there. And we are here to help, as long as my space uh, quits stinging. <laughs> From that s- nasty slap? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I love our loyal listeners, don't you? Uh, yes, sir, absolutely. I do. I love them. I love them, love them, love them. Especially, especially uh, the ones we, we know well. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, let's get hey, let's get back to the phone lines. We got a couple hanging on here, Roel. Hang on, don't go anywhere. We got a couple of phone lines that are open, 210-599-5555, but we're going to go to Chris. Chris, good morning. Welcome to the show. Okay, hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for all you do. Rock on, brother. Thank you. Yes, Thank sir. you. <laughs> yeah, rock on big time. Okay, I'm going to say this to all the contractors, all the people who own stuff, like plumbing companies, whoever they are. I'm the idiot that calls them when I see their drivers being stupid. <laughs> okay? When I've seen their drivers blow through a red light, yep. I'll go up and go, oh, look, it's unit 487. Call up the company. He blew through a red light. I don't care if he denies it or not. It was green on my side. Or one time I saw a plumbing guy. He's going down the road got the plastic sign on the thing, but they're dropping the the little uh, PVC uh, fittings, angles and all that. Oh, no. All over the floor. Oh, and no. And I call them up, the next day, I call up the number on the side of the truck. The guy picks it up because <laughs> he's driving the truck. And I go, hey, you know, you've lost the box, and you got another box open, and you hear, oh, shoot. <laughs> he pulls over, and it's, <laughs> it's like a big, big box. Like he bought a huge box from the... Uh, well, Chris, what, what I so. can tell you about uh, fr- from an owner's perspective is that if somebody calls me like that, 
I'm thankful for that. I'm yes, not. I'm yes, not. Ups- yes. I'm upset about it, but not with the guy who called me. I, you know. Oh I, no, I, I, you should. Be. <laughs> I had. I, I got, had. There's a. There's. A, oh, thank you. There's a tow truck place in town where I've caught their people drinking on the job. Oh, they don't work there anymore. Big no no. Oh yeah. Big no no. Oh oh, big no no. With they got this big all these signs on all these records as they go down and pull all the people who illegally park downtown. And I said, next time I see this happen, I'm making sure the city knows because you're pulling for the city. Yeah, yeah, and the city would not be happy with that, I guarantee you. And I will let people know that, but like you, some of us have connections, you know what I mean? Yeah. have been doing stuff for years. <laughs> you have people you could legally, literally, not legally, literally call up and go, hey, we've seen this happen, and this has happened over and over, we report it, it's still happening. Anyway, you have a great show. Hey, man, thanks for appreciate Chris, it, Chris. Thank you so much for calling and and uh, and and thanks for thanks for uh, blowing the whistle on on people who need it sometimes. And and listen, it, it's not always malicious. It's it's not always. I mean, I, I I've run through a yellow light. I'll put it that way. I've been okay? call, I've been called in a, on a couple of times. Once my boss called me on the phone and said, "Did you just?" throw a hamburger at somebody on the road. <laughs> and I said, no, sir, I did not. He said, I didn't think so. I said, no, it was an Arby's roast beef sandwich. It wasn't a hamburger. <laughs> oh, man. Because I did it. And unfortunately, their passenger window was down. <laughs> it goes in, hits the head to rest oh, that's and the, not good. on the passenger side, and Arby's sauce went that's everywhere. Not good. I paid. For Why it? did you do this? Because they cut me off in traffic, and yeah. it was just—it's a road of, rage part thing. Part of the road, uh, the roast beef fell down my shirt. Yeah, and I just went to chunk that uh, sandwich. <laughs> it, I was mad and chunked it out the window. <laughs> they happened to have their oh, no. driver's win- passenger window down, and I, 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 long story short, I paid to to have their car detailed. I did. <laughs> I mean. So I, it, you know, it, I'm trying to think of what statute that would be. Assault with, with a sandwich? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. There was a, a, another t- time that I got uh, a lady called in on me uh, or called in on one of the trucks for speeding. And she insisted to, to talk to the manager in charge. So the office patched her through to me. <laughs> so I'm running down the highway. I, yes, I was speeding. Yeah. But I'm running down the highway talking to this lady that's running right beside me. <laughs> and she was telling me the truck is speeding and all this and everything. It's, it's going, uh, you know, at, at plus 80 miles an hour. I said, yes, ma'am. I said, I'm right beside you. And how fast did you have to speed up to to be uh, running right beside me now? I said, yes, ma'am. I, I admit I'm speeding and I'll we, we'll slow down. But maybe you should too. <laughs> Well, but but yeah, the the, the drinking at lunch, oh, yeah, I, yeah oh, that's yeah. that's not kosher, yeah. man. We're gonna go back to the phone lines at two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's go to Raul. Raul, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Raul. Good morning, guys. I um I appreciate the uh, good morning. I, I appreciate the uh, the country twist today. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I didn't really get introduced to country until I moved to Texas, and uh, back then it was um, I was more interested in the twang stuff, you know. Yeah, Dwight yeah. Yoakam and Hank Williams and stuff. But but there was some George Strait in there and uh, Randy Travis, I think. I think there's room for there's room for all of that. We got to see uh, Dwight 
Yoakum again uh, a few weeks ago at the Majestic Theater, and he still sounds awesome, still puts on a great show. Yeah. I bet. I bet. Uh, so this is a follow-up call. Um, I want to say maybe a month or two ago I called uh, about our master bedroom not, you know, being cold in the winter and yes. hot in the summer. Yes. <laughs> and we, we had just a, a refresh. We, had a, we have a two-story house where I, I would say half the house has a, a second story, okay? And then we've got that middle area, the uh, living room and all that, that kind of goes all the way up. And then uh, our bedroom on the other side that doesn't really have anything above it. Right, right, and, right. Uh, okay, so that bedroom, let's say the corner of it faces north. And then our all our AC stuff up in the attic is on the opposite side. And um, what you guys had recommended is that I uh, call somebody to professionally kind of throw more uh, – align, I guess, something to, to kind of throw more uh, air at it. Uh, balance the, 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 the house, yes. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. So just some new data before I do that. Um, I was out – you know, it's like 59 degrees right now um, where I'm at. And um, I took some – I have a little laser temperature gun that – uh, that I was taking temperatures. So the walls on the, on the east and the west side are about 70 degrees. When I, uh, oh, I'm sorry, on, on the w- west side, I have three windows. And um, the middle one is probably like eight feet tall. And then it's got two small ones that are six feet tall. And they're, the, the middle one is like 44 inches wide and the two on, adjacent to it are 20 inches. So, you know, kind of long rectangular. The middle one has like a half arc, kind of half circle on on the top. Okay. Okay. So what I notice is that when I'm taking the temperatures, uh, you know, it's 59 degrees outside. The walls clock in at 70. The plantation shutters, because that's what it has, clock in around 68 degrees. The window gives me 63 degrees. It's, It's double pane. And the aluminum frame... It's like fifty nine degrees. Okay, you've got so non. You have non gas filled, uh, double pane first generation windows. Um, probably right. The house is two thousand. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would definitely replace those windows. Uh, you're getting a lot of heat gain and heat loss in those windows. Okay. The newer windows, oh. the newer windows uh-huh. are going to have a thermal break in the frame. That means that the frame does not uh, so readily allow the transfer of the temperature outside to the inside. The new glass is going to be double insulated with low E coating to stop the heat and argon gas to keep the heat inside once it it gets cold outside. You have neither on your windows. Okay. So... um I guess to summarize, we still have we, we would still get dual paint paint. Is that yes, correct? yes, yes. Okay, but a much and, more efficient, uh, you... a much more efficient version of what you currently have in your house. Dual pane glass is is definitely better than single pane glass at stopping a little bit of thermal cold uh, transfer, but it does virtually nothing to stop heat transfer. Unfortunately, and a two thousand window would not have great technology in it. No. That's that's 23 years no. old. And, and and just the temperatures you're giving me, <laughs> it's only a four-degree difference 
on the glass from outside, that tells me you have no, uh, neither. You don't have low A coating or argon fill. In, in other words, on the first generation, they vacuumed the air out between the space of the glass that got the moisture out, and they left it on a negative pressure. Today, we vacuum that air out, and then we positively charge it with argon gas to give us that thermal absor absorption between outside and inside temperatures. Okay, that makes sense. Um, the Okay, so you said argon gas, and there was some kind of coating you, you mentioned? Uh, 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 with us, it's our patented uh, solar zone elite low-E coating. And that's coating on the, on, the, on the glass. On the glass that helps stop the heat transfer. By the way, I'm Martin. That's Jim over there. And we're here to help. And uh, we, uh, we've got the phone lines open. We've got a couple of phone lines open at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. So next week, the uh, week from Monday, Deb and I are going uh, to, this, to this music festival called the Sands Rocks. Okay. Never been to it before. Big deal, big festival. Sounds like it's in Vegas. It is actually in Cancun. Oh, okay. It's actually in Mexico. Okay, I was thinking Sands Hotel. Sands Hotel, right? Okay. Is that even open anymore? Is the Sands still? I don't know. I don't think it is. Am I, te am I telling my age? You are. Okay. You are. Yeah, I don't think that's still. It could be. Uh, but no, this is in in Cancun, uh, at the Planet Hollywood uh, um, Resort, and it is some of the best bands, mostly of the '80s, a few of the '90s. All of the MTV VJs are going to be there. Mark Goodman, um, Alan Hunter, I think Nina Blackwood. I don't think is going to be there, but but they're going to be there. Julie Brown, um, downtown Julie Brown. Yeah, uh, yep. yep. And let's see who else. Um, Eddie Trunk is going to be there introducing some of the rock bands. Night Ranger is going to be there. Plays our theme song, right? Oh yeah. Night Ranger, uh, Pat Benatar, Queens Reich, Dee Schneider. Thompson Twins, Human League, Escape Club. And I know I'm forgetting a bunch of them, but there's a lot of good music there. Yep, yep, yep. A lot of good. Just five days of music. Uh, you hang out by the pool, listen to bands. Uh, you know, it, it just sounds like sounds like heaven to me. But You know, the, the biggest memory uh, for me of Dee Snyder, great musician. Yeah, I, yeah. But when he just told... Al Gore, Tipper the, Gore, tip, uh, at, Tipper Gore, and and Al, Al Gore yep. on on camera. Yep. The why fars and what twos. He of, was he was surprisingly eloquent. I don't think was, that anybody realized how smart D. Schneider was and until the PMRC stuff. And he dressed them down without them even knowing they were being dressed down. It was fantastic. It, uh, uh, it was fantastic. And 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 anybody who was. You know, a youth at that time, which would include us, we were yes. probably in our in our what our late teens. Yes, uh, late teens, early twenties, maybe. Yeah, I don't even think we were in our twenties. No, I, I think I we were probably so. seventeen, eighteen. I yeah. think I was still in high school whenever yeah. it really was going on. And and I even joined the uh, the the PMRC um, anti PMRC. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, movement. And, oh yeah, me, you, Tim, uh, John Pole. Uh, yeah. we were all in it. Yeah, and 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 for those of you who don't know, this is when the uh, music labeling all started. The you know the warnings, which you know as an adult and as a parent now, 
I understand the need for some of that, but these people were so over the top and so anti everything that had to do with rock and roll. I mean, it, it was it was almost like book burning. Oh that, yeah, I mean that's how yeah. bad it got for a while there. That was and it all was started by Tipper Gore. Yep. And Al Gore instigated it in Congress because he could get the law. Because he could. Right. Because he could. And and uh, Rock was kind of up in arms about it. That was about the time that, uh, you know, people were getting taken to court. People like Judas Priest were getting taken to court and, and Ozzy Osbourne because supposedly people listened to their songs and committed suicide or, right, right, you know, right. and, and did things like that. And, and they were putting hidden messages in their song. All of it was was complete bs it all was of insane it. every bit of it was wrong and he he showed that to congress yeah. when he sat there and with two different songs explained what the lyrics meant said now tell me again what i did wrong yeah yeah uh, it's it, it was a an interesting time uh the labeling did take hold and and the parental advisory warnings were put on many things fine fine but what they were trying to do was eradicate a certain genre of music, and that was not going to be stood for. Main, ma- mainly heavy metal or hair bands. That's what they were trying. That was to most of it. Yeah, that yeah. was mo- heavy or, metal. What, was most we, of it. We, what we, the president predecessor to heavy metal was acid rock. Well, yeah, you had acid rock, then you had hard rock, and then and they were trying to eliminate anything that had any ties with any of those genres: right. acid, hard, uh, uh, hair, heavy metal. That was what they were trying to eradicate. Yeah, and and it it you know it, it didn't work. No, it uh, didn't. Thankfully, uh, freedom of speech actually did prevail on that. And uh, whether I liked some of that music or I didn't was irrelevant. It, it was not good for for us as a as a uh, you know as a country. I didn't think you have to. But if you folks are wondering what we're talking about, just Google D. Schneider congressional uh, questioning. And you'll there's a video, and you can watch the video and yep. see him in it, all his glory, with the hair, everything. And then when uh, they thought they were gonna have some guy that was a stoner, some inarticulate in there, idiot, <laughs> and he just dressed them down by by simply education. Yeah, and he he's a, a very intelligent man. He, he is. He, he's kind of kind of nuts sometimes and full of himself. But he but is. He, but he does that because it's fun. For him, it's not because he's stupid. Oh, oh no, no, he is definitely they not thought, that. They, they thought it was because he was a a junkie or or a, a stoner, out yeah. strain, stoner or whatever. It's not. It's because he enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, anyway, so he's going to be one of the guys that's yeah. there. With, so I'm, we're looking very forward to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let's get back to the phone lines. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Good morning, Dorothy. Welcome to the show. Good morning. First of all, I want to tell you that was the best show, y'all. I don't know how many other shows you've had, but that was perfect the other night. And uh, I did win tickets, and I got to tell you, I was hesitant to ask a certain friend. But anyway, um, the, the, the comedians were so funny. We laughed until <laughs> our sides hurt. It was just beautiful. And uh, my dear friend did pass away on Monday night, but she did our prayer for our Mary Kay meeting, and she was perfect when she did it. But somehow in the night, God took her, and uh, she told the, another director, a national sales director, had 
had uh, broken down the the saying of impossible, and she said, "I'm possible." So I wanted to thank you for inviting us, and she, she we felt like. Thelma and Louise coming home. We were so happy. <laughs> and uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Dorothy, I, I heard uh, the news about your friend. What was her name, Dorothy? Uh, Judith Sumner. Judith. Uh, I heard the news about Judith yesterday from my sister-in-law. And uh, first of all, very sorry for your loss. That uh, Losing thank a friend is, is not easy. And, uh, you know, God bless you all for being there and supporting our great cause we're glad you had such a good time, and 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 uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm glad that uh, that Judith, uh, you know, at, at least had a had a great uh, last couple of days there, and and spent some time with her friend, and spent time laughing. That was fantastic. Yes, it was, and she was so excited. She won the cap. I mean, she uh, um, bid on the caps and um, the nice basket that was there, and so she was happy to give her. Her her grandson and her son, uh, you know, a cap. So it was it was wonderful. Well, Dorothy, but, um, we were so so uh, happy that you were there, and so sorry for your loss. But uh, but she's in a in a great place. You know that. Oh yeah. Um and um, and and you know, God bless you, and and hope hope God gives you some peace. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks, Dorothy. You know, I tell anybody that I tell them if they go before I do the one thing they have to remember is don't be standing in the door when I go <laughs> I mean I'm not in a hurry to get there I'm, uh, trust me you're pretty confident but when I go get there when, when I get there yep. oh my goodness I, I, I'm not going to be able to wait to meet my Jesus you're assuming I, I, a whole lot you know that right no I'm not no I'm not <laughs> I I might be the gardener right. in the ne- room next to the noisy ice maker <laughs> but you'll for be there. all eternity. <laughs> but I know whose garden I'm going to be tending, and I know where that room is going to be. There you go. Amen, I mean, brother. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, we, we joke, but, uh, but uh, Jim, Jim and I are both believers. Um, and, and we and, know where we're going, and folks. We, and we don't have any, any doubt about that. No, and, no. and we want the same for our friends and our family. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. I, I had a preacher one time, so, and I'm not preaching, and I don't, I'm not saying this is true for everyone, but he flat told me, if you don't know, know where you're going when you pass, I do. Okay. It sounds like something Pastor Dennis would say. I, I'm not, but you, you have to understand what he, what he meant by that was that when you know Jesus has a personal connection with you, yep. and you know. That's right. That's right. It's that simple. And, and uh, you know, boy, let's not get too preachy. I, I mean, I could go on. Right, for the, I, could, right. I could get on, on this for, for a little bit, but we're not going to do that. Hey, it's uh, time for a break. We're going to take one. Uh, going to get back to your phone calls at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. That's the number to get in on the conversation uh, the, uh, this morning. By the way, who uh, did you catch who won last night? No, I didn't. In the, in I the didn't. World Series? No, Don, did you catch who won last night? Uh, the Rangers won. Rangers, hey, yeah. I think it was in the tenth inning. I think they went. To oh, 10 innings. went to ten innings. Okay, Maybe eleven. All right, fantastic. Well, uh, pulling for the Rangers heavily. I, I, I hope that they sweep it. That'd be so sweet uh, to see that. And I know a lot of a lot, a lot of uh, Astros um, fans were not happy. 
But I'm hey. just saying, I'm just saying I would be pulling for either team. Absolutely. If they were in it with anybody else. Yep. But since they're together, you know, it's it's going to be uh, the Rangers. You know, yeah. it's like I'll pull for OU at any game. Yep. Unless they're playing Texas. UT. Yep. It's it's I just, agree. yeah. Uh Texas Tech, I'll pull for the Red Raiders in any game unless they're playing I'm Texas, with you. UT. I'm with you. I'm I'm not one of these diehards that hates every team except my oh, team. No. Oh no. No, 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 no. I'm not that. But uh but yeah, that's I, I do want to see the Rangers win. Same, it'd be, same it'd, here. It'd, it'd be, be awesome. Well, you gotta think the the Astros just won it yeah. not too long ago. A couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. So it's the Rangers' turn. It's it, it, I mean, just do come on. Yeah. The underdog. The, the, <laughs> everybody should be rooting for the Rangers. I agree, and I, and I think that most people are. Most most tech not, not most people. Most Texans are. Right. <laughs> Let's go to Mark. Mark, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, uh, thank you guys so much. I have a real quick question. As far as uh, in, the, in the summertime, which is almost year-round, uh, when you're running the air conditioner, the air handler, the drain condensation drainage, what um, you recommend, like vinegar, pouring yes. it down every once a month or so? Yes, sir. Okay, what strength of vinegar? Uh, just uh, t- the, the table vinegar, the, stu- the same stuff you buy that, over that, the... That, so you don't need anything strong like uh, from Home Depot? Oh, no, sir. Just the, the table vinegar, pour a cup of it in p- pretty much uh, once a month. It's fine. Pour a cup of it in the drain line. And uh, if it leaks, if you do ever have a problem and it leaks out, it's just going to make your house smell like pickles for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Whereas the yeah. bleach will stain anything it gets on right and and it, it's probably not good for that plastic uh drain pipe either. It, and neither one hurts the drain pipe uh, what you're doing basically is that algae cannot right. uh stick to the um the plastic drain pipe it has to have an, a contaminant on the plastic drain pipe for it to make a hold once it gets that hold, it's going to stay there and grow. What you're doing with the uh, vinegar or the bleach is killing anything that can hold to the uh, PVC. Yeah, right. Okay, hey, that makes total sense. And that's great news because uh, I saw I, I, uh, I went to uh, one of the big box stores and uh, the, the, the employees don't know too much. I, I, I see an expensive, I don't know if it was 9% or stronger vinegar. And I'm like, wow, that was stronger than what we had. I think we had 6%, which was not what you find in HEB. But uh, that's great news, what you said, just regular HEB uh, uh, vinegar. White, white vinegar. Do not get the apple cider vinegar because it has other ingredients in it. Just white gotcha. vinegar. Sweet. Hey, thank you so much, man. I love you guys' show. Hey, appreciate it, Mark. Appreciate you calling. Get yourself a phone line, too, at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Before it gets really, really cold, what, what uh, we, we touched on it real briefly a couple of weeks ago, but, but what, should some folk, what should folks be looking at in their air conditioning systems right now to get it ready for the, for the cold? If you haven't had it maintenance, get a maintenance scheduled please maintenance 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 
if uh, you can't get it scheduled before Monday, which is going to be kind of impossible, folks, today, turn on your heater on a day that you can open the windows to air the house out because it's going to smell bad. If you haven't run the heater in a year, and it's going to have a dusty, burning smell for the first, it's going to put it out for the first 20 minutes that it runs. And if you can't air the house out, it's going to be in the house for uh, several hours. So open your windows today when it's kind of mild. Open the windows, turn the heat on for 30 minutes. And then just let the house air out and get that dusty First time smell kind of out smoky of the house. smell, yeah. Right. Get it out of the house. That's one thing I would suggest. But even if you can't get the maintenance done before Monday, get it done anyway. Don't say, well, it's, it's too late to get it done. No. Because there's, uh, even on electric heat, you have to check the connections. Make sure nothing is loose. It is could be a fire hazard. If it's gas, oh my goodness, folks. It must be serviced because that uh, carbon monoxide is a silent, deadly killer. You can't smell it. You can't see it. You can't taste it. Um, it, it it'll kill you. Very, and it only takes it's only it, it only takes two hundred parts per million to be deadly. That's not much. That's 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 not much. Two hundred pieces for a million pieces. That's that's to be deadly, folks. So if it's gas heat, either LP, uh, natural gas, get it checked. Get it checked. Get it checked. Uh, so let's see here. Let's uh, let's talk about color. Okay. Uh oh. We were talking about color uh, earlier uh, when we were talking about the colors that are available in our new architectural collection, and and boy, are there some colors. Wow. I mean. There's a lot of colors. Um, I, I can't name them all. It's 51 colors. Uh, but what I will tell you is uh, there there are just absolutely gorgeous colors available in that product. But here's the thing that we find. Even with 51 color selections, there's still certain colors that keep coming up over and over and over again and, and, are, and are popular. Well, uh, Pro Remodeler uh, came out with a, an article a couple of days ago. Uh, that did a survey and ta- asked American homeowners, what are the top siding colors that you see emerging in 2024? Siding and window colors. And for the second consecutive year, uh, a national survey has revealed that the siding color of choice for the highest number of homeowners is off-white and cream. Oh, yeah. Off-white cream. So that kind of surprises me because... Gray and white has been such a good combination and a popular combination for so long that I thought that that was number one. Well, and if you look at it, it also says that the with the the windows, um, thirty six percent of the homeowners have indicated they would select white windows, which is something that we know, right? Yeah. That's that's something that we see each and every day. Although we have all of these colors to offer, white is still the one that ends up being chosen more often than others. Right. It's it, it, it you know it's easy to think. I see black windows, black windows, black windows, black. That's you see it all the time on until, HGTV until DIY. You get into the pricing, the pricing. Well, the yeah, the pricing, and then you know the unavoidable fact that 
a, a black window is going to absorb heat, right, more than a white window. Yes, White's sure. reflective, black's absorptive. So th- there, there are different reasons why white goes with everything. It does. It does. Uh, now, there are places, just like this says, that the beige or the off-white um, or almond is going to uh, better match the exterior of the home Correct. or the interior. That's that's when you would choose something other than white, right. when it, whenever you're trying to complement whatever your current color is. Or blend in with the current color. Y- yeah, yeah. I always tell folks in my presentation that white windows, number one, they go with any color, and they're going to pop. Yep. They're going to make your window stand out. So with my house, you know, I went all white Yep. because I want my windows to stand out because I have a sign that says Window World, <laughs> and I want people to see my windows and say, I'm going to call Window World. There you go. There so, you go. And, and, you know, going back to the siding colors, uh, I, I wasn't real far off because while off-white, and, uh, off-white slash cream – uh, came in at 16% of the people that were right. surveyed. Light gray was right behind it at 15%. White is still a popular siding color at 14%. Light brown and then medium blue was was uh, the least at 9%. And then everything else, you know, is at the bottom. Right. Um, the, the, you know, obviously, whenever you're choosing what you're going to do in your home improvement project, uh, color is going to play a really significant role in that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And just remember that with the our 6000 series or our structure ser- series of siding, folks, once you pick the color, that's the color. That's the color. That's you right. You can't paint it. No more changing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, the, the, the talking about the window colors, uh, white, obviously, 36%, like Jim said, indicate that they'd select white windows. Which is which is not a surprise. Um, the top six window color choices. This this is a surprise. Okay, and and this is again it's a, it's a survey of about uh, fourteen hundred people. Um, second place was not tan. It wasn't clay. It wasn't black. It was gray. Yes, gray uh, came in at eleven percent. Beige and clay. Clay is 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 a very popular color. Yes. Um, and uh, 10% is where it came in at. Light wood is another choice at 10%. Black is way down the line at 9%, as well as dark wood at 9%. Right, right. That's why we want to make sure that folks understand that the architectural line by Windsor that we're offering is for those, what, 18%. Yeah, and yeah. And that's what it's for. Right. It's because it's it it has fifty one uh, different colors available. It is a wood window. The inside is going to be stained wood or painted wood. It's just a uh, uh, for a niche for that area of the comp- well, the, the 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 folks. The way that it was described to me initially is it's a it's a piece of furniture that you install in your home. Exactly. Okay. So if, if if think think of a really fine piece of furniture. Okay, it's a statement in your house. If you have a yes. really nice dining room table, it's a statement. It's not there to blend in. It's 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 sure, there for it's people there to, to stand notice out. it, yeah. right? Um, so, whenever uh, these customers, these these uh, people that were surveyed, were asked the top three reasons that they picked a particular color, uh, 
Picking a color that contrasts the rest of the home is one of them. Okay, we talked about that. Choosing a color that matches the exterior was second, and then cost considerations were third. Right. White windows almost always are less expensive than other windows. And it, it, the white p- hits every one of these. Correct, correct. Um, now, am I saying that that's what everybody should buy? No, oh, I am absolutely not saying that. How many times have you and I looked at a house that folks bought a certain color window and we ta- talked about mm-hmm. they should have went with this one right? that one? Ultimately, it's going to be you know the, the customer, the homeowner's right. choice. Right. Uh, we'll steer them in a particular direction if we, you know, if we think that this is going to look better on their That's home. That's why we're called design consultants and not salesmen. That's right. Or saleswomen. So here's here's some other factors that went into the colors that you choose, and this makes a whole lot of sense, right? Availability. So, oh, yeah. so through the pandemic, there were some things that were not real real readily available. Black windows. <laughs> yeah, that's you, you, you pack a lunch, grab a seat. Tell me if I'm wrong. At one time on the architectural color windows, weren't we a year? We were right at it. For a lead time? Right at a year for, for, say, black windows or brown windows. Yeah. Uh, White windows never got to that point. Um, So so during the pandemic, that was certainly a thing. Availability was a thing. Here's another one that that you got to recognize for a lot of customers, and that's HOA or local guidelines. Absolutely. <laughs> right. I've been in so many houses that the HOA has said you have to install uh, beige or almond. X, X color, fill in the blank. Right. But, yeah. uh, but uh, they use they do that because they want to keep a certain look for the neighborhood. Con- condo, I, condo complexes right. are a great example of that. Condo complexes, I will agree with. Absolutely. Uh, HOAs, uh, individual houses. I'm sorry. If I want my house to stand out, I'm going to make it stand out. And and I understand that perspective because whenever I first moved in to San Antonio from being out in the country forever, I had a pretty independent mind myself and, and was not a real fan of HOAs. But I can tell you, after living in several neighborhoods that do have HOAs and seeing sometimes the lack of pride that some people take in their home, I appreciate HOAs differently than I used to. Absolutely. They have are there, a, they are there have, some oppressive ones? Yeah. They have a purpose. But to tell me I can't change the color of my trim or of my windows, if I want to paint my house hot pink, okay, it should be my right. As long as my yard is clean, I'm not parking any junk cars in the, on the street. I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought this up because I'm, I, I've got an opposing opposing view of that. Okay, <laughs> and and I'll tell you why. Because in certain neighborhoods, in most neighborhoods, you you pay good money for the house that you're in. Okay, you want it to maintain and retain its value. There are certain things that you can do to a home outside of stacking a car on its rims in your front yard <laughs> that that can affect the the value of the home. And, and, and the value, of, not just of your home, okay? Now, if it was just affecting your value and nothing else, I agree. Paint your house purple and pink and blue. I don't care. Unfortunately, that's not the way it works. If I'm sitting in a beautiful house that's got some standard paint colors that most people would like, and then I've got somebody that paints her house rainbow on the side of me, it's going to detract from the value of my home because nobody's going to want to live next door to that. 
right? Now, the person living there, I'm sure, thinks it's beautiful. They think it's phenomenal. And, and God bless them. If you do, do what Jimmy did. Go out and get yourself some acreage and put your house right. out in the middle of nowhere where nobody's going to tell you what to do, and you can paint it whatever color you want. That's right. I, I lived with that for years. I could do whatever I wanted to do on my house. And you did some pretty crazy stuff. I never did anything I'm crazy. I'm, 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 I'm I never nothing. Uh, but whenever you're in an HOA situation and you're you're in a group of houses that are dependent upon each other for the way that your neighborhood looks and the value of your neighborhood, that can be a very dangerous thing. Right, right. But I just I, I am of the opinion that HOAs can be dangerous. I got a letter from an HOA because a friend of mine in a joke, yep. put a pink flamingo in my yard. Oh, I know. I know. I, I found a vendor and I put <laughs> 300 pink flamingos in my yard. Yeah. You're, you're ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> but but the thing is, I appreciate it. And, and, and one thing I can tell you is I never moved into a single neighborhood where I didn't know that there was an HOA. In other words, I didn't buy the house unknowing that there was an HOA in place. I knew what I was getting into whenever I bought the house. So, unless that HOA comes in after you bought the house, shut up. You got nothing to complain about unless your HOA is abusive. Or and that one that one out there was. Abusive, non-responsive, those are bad things, right? I lived in the on the end of the street, the end of the subdivision. And every evening I would back my truck and trailer up into the dead end street. Day started hitting me with letters oh i know yeah they were abusive yeah they were and 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 that's really kind of funny actually because i i know which neighborhood that yes, was sir. and 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 i know the other infractions that were going oh, yeah. on that oh yeah they just got a case of the butt for me yeah when i thumbed my nose at them and said i'd never signed your caveats yeah no way yep yep i i know what you're saying uh they have their place and and I've and and I I got to tell you I've I've lived in in neighborhoods with really um, high end HOAs that were awful. Oh awful. yeah, oh absolutely. The the the, the, the president of the HOA um, thinks that you know we work we worked for him that the that the homeowners were subservient to him and and to, and to them and that's when it can go wrong. Right. That's right. when it can go wrong. And but. I've also benefited from HOAs that kept our neighborhoods nice and everybody on the same page and it looking beautiful. And, and, and I appreciate that part of the HOA. And see, like with the HOA, I, I agree completely. I love it that they keep the, like you said, the cars on wheels. Yeah. But when the president of the HOA has a broke down car sitting in front of his house. Yep. Long enough that the license plates have run out. And then he's going to send yeah. somebody a letter for it. Yeah, that's no. what I'm talking about. That that to me is abusive, and that's not that's, that's not okay. So, what do you think? You like your HOA? You don't like your HOA? Is it something good? Is it something bad? Hey, we've got limited time and lots of callers. Uh, let's get right to them. Henry, good morning. Welcome to the Rock and Home Show. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Say, I wanted to ask you. I got a water heater that I haven't. Used, it's a gas water heater that I haven't used in two years. Now, uh, is there any danger? I mean, I want to uh, completely shut it off. Can you tell me what to do? Uh, main, th main thing is cut the gas off before you can disconnect it. Okay. 
That way you don't have a gas leak. Uh, it should have a gas valve right there in the closet. Cut that uh, valve off, and you can disconnect it all you want. Okay, because I, uh, the water heater is in the in the corner of my kitchen, and uh, since I haven't used a water heater in two years, if I just turn the gas off, it, it, it won't turn on or whatever, you know. Right. No. If you t- t- turn a gas ga- gas off, it's not going to try to light. It can't light. Okay. So that's all I have to do, huh? That's, that's it. Uh, that's it. Now, if you want to remove it from the house, you're going to have to put a bridge between the two pipes that uh, connect it. You're going to have to bridge them together so that you still get water on both sides of the house. Yes, sir. Huh? So that's the only but thing. But that's all there is to it. Yes, sir. Well, uh, yes, I'm going to remove it, uh, take it out of the house in a month because I'm getting a new one. Okay. Oh, you're getting but, but a new one. Oh, you're, if you're just replacing it, yeah, there's no problem yeah, at no, all. No problem. But I no, would, sir, sir, but the thing is I'm going to have to leave it here for another month or two. Right, but uh, are you in the city or where are you located at? No, sir, right here in San Antonio. If you're replacing a gas water heater, make sure it's done by a reputable plumbing company that's going to pull a permit and i'm going to tell you on the new city codes you may have to relocate it outside the house Uh okay but for now uh, i understand that part but for now because i'm not going to turn it off just turn it off that's all you gotta do just turn it off and turn the gas off to it until you're ready to replace it that's it just just turn the gas off and it'll be okay yes Yes, sir. sir Okay, thank you very much. Hey, thanks, hey, you've got a great show. Appreciate you, brother. The country music. <laughs> thanks, Henry. Appreciate you calling this morning. Uh, John is going to get in here as the caboose this morning. John, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, on the subject of homeowners associations. Yes. You have to remember, Hamas was the one that originated them. <laughs> that's, oh definitely, that's definitely Tim oh Jim. Oh, my gosh. That's definitely oh, Tim man. Jim. I, I, if you'll take that one, okay, yeah, go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> John, you're crazy, man. <laughs> you still there, John? Yes, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can't tell if John's being serious or not. Oh, you know he's not. No, of course not. <laughs> We're not well, going to get I serious. Have- I have been a president of an HOA, and I've been, uh, I would never buy into one again. Uh, they can change. They may be great, but they can change depending on who the board of directors is. And the big we buy into it, check the restrictions because it's written in there. Uh, absolutely, and I would agree a thousand percent on that, John, is know what you're getting into before you buy in that, and, and a part of any sale it's required that you have the bylaws of the HOA before you make that decision because, I mean, that is part of the decision, right? You, do you want to live in an HOA or not? And do you want to have those restrictions or not? And are you willing to live with that or not? Well, and a lot of uh, realtors do not point that out to the buyer. Well, it, uh, if you're listening out there and you're planning on buying a home, listen to me and listen to John. Check out the bylaws and be sure that you're okay with that. I don't disagree. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm I I had a counterpoint with Jim, but I don't disagree that there are some HOAs that are out of control. They're oppressive. They are not good for their for their people. Uh, I lived in one like that, and it was a pretty nice neighborhood, and I was not real happy with it. 
And just like now, uh, the uh, the other side is going to come in and invade and save us. <laughs> Are you? Do you? Do you hear what's coming out of your mouth sometimes? <laughs> hey, John, thanks for calling this morning. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Appreciate you being here. Uh, we are running out of time, Jim. <laughs> Thankfully, I think. Uh, what? What? What do people need to do if they want to drop a line to you? You can re- email me at jsmith at windowworldtx.com. And you can drop a, uh, a line to me at mbomba, that's M-B-O-M-B-A, at windowworldtx.com. Love hearing from you. I've had a couple of people uh, over the last week or so that have called uh, in. And, and while I appreciate your calls, and, and, and it's not that I don't want to talk to you, I'm constantly on the run and, and on the move, and it's just so much easier and better uh for me to get an email so I can respond to it in a timely fashion. That's all. Absolutely. Uh, the same with me, folks. The calls fall through the cracks. I will tell you that. Hey, listen. Louis Sirianni is coming up next. It's the KTSA Automotive Show. You'll want to stick around for that. Mike Hermes and Holly Hermes later on with the What's It Worth show. But we will see you next week right here. Same time, same place on, uh, on this show. And uh, listen, peace and love, everybody. Go out. Practice some kindness. You're going to love it. They're going to love it. Make your life better. Make the world better. We'll see you next time right here on the Rockin' Home Show.